Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In today's episode, I'm going to continue my conversation with Kat Howell, the founder and CEO of 8Loop Social. I want to discuss more unconventional marketing ideas with her and wanted to know more about her upcoming projects. So tell me a little bit about Pay the Invoice, because obviously I've heard a lot of good things about it. And obviously I've been kind of following you online in regards to some of the stuff on your Instagram and some other fun stuff. What was the premise behind Pay the Invoice and what is it? I mean, obviously, well, I'm going to let you tell you, I think I know what it is, but obviously I want you to tell the audience, like, what is the premise behind it? And why did you create it? Yeah, honestly, I want to like, I wish I could share like this great strategy that you know, was the premise of it, but I really like I smoked a joint back in September 2018. And the idea was just like, oh, let's bring some people down to New Zealand. And you know, I'm claiming to be able to help people by, you know, selling this online course. So let's bring them in and work directly with me and document the whole thing. And it was a huge learning lesson for me for starters, what an eye opener around reality TV, because I remember I remember bringing the videographer in and the director and they were like, great, what's the script? What's the story? And I was like, what? It's reality. You just shoot things, right? And they're like, no, that's not how reality works. You need a script and you need a story. And we were so not prepared for that. So it was kind of a fucking mess, to be really honest with you. And um, we're still in the process of editing right now. And it's ended up being, uh, we didn't even know what it would end up being. We were like, is it going to be a one hour thing? Or is it even just, is it, at one stage, we thought it would just be a bunch of li- little videos. And at the moment, it's ended up being a nine part, 10 minute docu-series. And I laugh because every time we publish one of these episodes, people online will be like, you know, why is it taking so long? These are 10 minute episodes. And we are like sweating behind the scenes. We're like, it takes us like two and a half weeks. We're literally doing the last edit, like the hour before it's due to be published. And so it's been a really amazing challenging and intense learning thing for me, experience for me at the same token. But yeah, the premise was basically, let's just bring some agency owners down to New Zealand, work with them, help them build their businesses up. And uh, for me, the, the big thing that it reiterated was the importance of mindset and how your ability to control your emotional refractory periods and how you perceive these challenges that you come up. You know, you were talking about how you've had so many failures and really the only difference between someone who is successful and isn't is that perseverance, right? You kept getting up. You got sued for two years and that would crumble most people. Most people would fold in and go like, fuck that. I'm too afraid to get into this again, right? And which you see in relationships as well, right? Dating relationships. I've been hurt. I've been cheated on. I'm not going to put myself out there anymore, which is the fundamentally the wrong way to go about it, right? So the way you perceive the challenges and the way how you handle your expectations and your attachment to your expectations plays a huge role in your ability to build something for yourself. So that was a really great reminder for me. And yeah, we're still in the process of editing everything. We took a a mid-series break. So we're relaunching November 15th and we'll relaunch the second part of it. And uh, we were going to try to do it again this year, but I think we just need a breather. We just need to like 
take a breath for a minute and like, yeah, <laughs> recoup. So just your candor, like just your, it's just very refreshing. You're like I smoked a joint and then we decided to do a web series. I'm like, or a doc series. I'm like, there we go. I mean, most people would leave out a few parts in there, but I love the fact you're like, so we started off, I was just going to eat some ice cream and I was like, why don't we do, bring on the whole production team and do a production with no script. And that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But it's awesome. Once again, I think it's interesting to see how you do that. Because once again, you talk about, you know, there's people that over, like in the beginning, you were like over preparing for everything, right? You got to do this, captions, your voice and this. And now you're just smoking joints and you're like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And people are like, this is kind of a little crazy. I mean, do, we, do you get that a lot? Like people are like, I think you're crazy. And then you're like, yeah, kind of like whatever. I passed the ice cream and we're going to do this on Tuesday. Yeah, actually, that's a really interesting observation. I've never thought of that because I did used to be a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. And now like, I'm definitely not that. Like now I get an idea and it's like even my operations person has created an internal rule where I'm not allowed to even vocalize new ideas to the team. I have to put it on a list every month. It goes on the list. She has to go through and it's too much sometimes for people. It's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. I think if I had known the whole implications of what I was getting into with pay the invoice, I probably wouldn't have gone ahead with it. So I actually love the way I operate nowadays because it's almost like stupid naivety. Like I'm just like, yeah. I'm blind to like what's about to hit me. And so I'm like, let's do it. And I think if I thought things through too much, I'd be like, oh, but what about this and this? And it would stop yeah. me, you know? But yeah, interesting. I don't know what flipped that. I never thought about that. Yeah, because I used to be a perfectionist. Yeah. I'll tell you what it was. It was, it was a joint. <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, yeah. that joint would be like, you know what? I No, I don't know. We need to plan this out. Hold on real quick. All right, let's just do this. <laughs> let's just do this. Let's do, who's down? Everybody's like, whoa, I guess. I think we're down. Let me hit that and then we'll see if we're just as down as you are. Mm. No, I think that's awesome. I think that's really awesome that you kind of, I mean, once again, I know that it takes resources and it, my team hasn't put me on restriction like your team has yet. But I am very close because I'm, I am a little bit, and if my team was on the line right now, they'd probably be cussing me out. But I am the like, hey, I've got an idea. And if my partner, if, every time I, he would actually be a millionaire if, forever, if I gave him a dollar for every time I said, I'm like, hey, dude, I got an idea. And he's like, oh, Jesus, here we go with Shane's idea. What did you do over the weekend, Shane? I'm like, no, I just, I saw this one thing and I was kind of thinking, I mean, I'm going to ask you this. How big of a team do you have? Well, let me ask you this first. How many domains yeah. do you own? So now, now this is going to be funny. So, <laughs> This is, so it used to be like, I literally had to go to like a domain therapist. Not really, but I, I mean, there was a certain point I had, I think I had over five or 600 domains at a certain point. Like this was probably about seven or eight years ago. Dude, that's and a I was, lot. Holy crazy. Shit. But I, I had some really, I can't even, I really want to tell you some of the good ones because I think you would appreciate them, but I, I almost can't tell you because it's like, I don't know if I have any kids under 18 that are listening to the podcast, but I did, it might start with a P word that it might've, you might've already referenced it early in the podcast. So anybody rewinds it, we could talk about it. It's bigger than courses from what we understand, but it's free if you go and <laughs> you can find it for on websites. But I used to have like some phenomenal, I mean, I would buy them because I thought they were funny. Mm. Like I bought, I'm just going to tell you, like I, I doesn't, I don't, it's, my podcast. What yeah. are we going to do? Like ban me or something? I used to own like uh, Mr. Meat Straw <laughs> was one. And I just bought, cause so, and I used to own Mucho Booty, 
mucho booty. I thought it was hilarious. Like, and there was nothing, I never put anything on there. And it was these domains and I would, I would like find it, you know, going way down the rabbit's tunnel and I'd be like, mucho booty. And I would start laughing like you did. And I'm like, I'm buying it. <laughs> and then I would go home and I'd tell my wife, Hey, I just bought mucho booty. And she goes, what are you buying mucho booty for? And I'm like, I don't know, just cause in case somebody wants to get it one day. And I, you know, I kind of thought, Oh, I can sell these. And I've only sold one domain name. Actually, you know, it was an influencer domain name that I did sell for a good little chunk of change, but everything else. And so I'm paying $10 a year at that point for 500 domains, which is like five grand a year. And my wife's like, you're going to, you're going to build out 5,000 or 500 websites. And I go, maybe, maybe this weekend, maybe I'm just going to have a crazy idea. I'm just going to smoke some weed and go ahead and put up, you know, 500 (laughs) domains. Um, And it never happened. So I never did that, but I ended up, now I own probably 30 or 40. So I've, I was, went to rehab. I've been a good boy. I haven't like went crazy. I mean, I have a few that I probably don't need and all the other, all the ones that, that like I thought was funny. Mm. Like I bought how I broke my back mountain.com. Oh. Right. Cause it was sort of like gay. I thought it was going to be like gay poor, you know, cause remember broke back mountain. So it was like, I thought like, I just, there was all kinds, I think I just would like, and I'd buy them and laugh. I just think merely it was like $10 for humor. I was like, well, I go to a comedy club and I can just go look up these domain names. And I had a lot of them and I, I have to find the own list. Cause I'll look every once in a while and I'm like, oh, you're so funny, Shane. It's like, oh, so fun. So yeah, fun. Some of those like mucho booty is actually probably worth a lot now. I'm telling you, you know, yeah. it's, I really probably could have done something with them, you know, at least, but I wasn't really like looking to like make them into porn sites because I was like more affiliate stuff, which I did affiliate stuff. It was, I just liked them. Like I really didn't have plans on building out all of them and they weren't all porn related, but I, I was merely for humor. Like I literally would just, and then I wouldn't let them go because I was like, well, somebody's going to go buy mucho booty if I get rid of it. Well, that's kind of the premise. Like you don't own it really, you know, it's like somebody else buys it. So yeah. there's only been, I mean, like I said, I sold a, a good one in the influencer space. That was a chunk of change that um, I went back and forth with the guy and got a, a good little deal out of it. So, you know, that was, mm. I don't know if it paid for all my hosting for the 10 years on 500 domain <laughs> names, but well, give or take a few bucks here and there. It sounds like the first step is admitting you have a problem, you know? I, yeah. It's, it's, this is like counseling, kind of like, eh, that's the podcast is counseling for me. So then I leave and I go, okay, yeah, I, I have a problem still. So that's good to know. Thanks for confirming that, by the way, Kat. You're a team player. You're a you. team player. That's it. Yeah. I know. It's, it takes a team. Mm-hmm. So what other cool projects are you working on these days? So obviously you have the one that you're in the middle of right now in regards to the invoice, pay the invoice. Mm-hmm. You got any other, and I know you just said that you're like literally on restriction right now. So I don't know if you can even, if you'd bring up a new project that hasn't happened, I think you're going to probably get your hand slapped. But let's, if nobody's listening to this, and we'll maybe like, well, maybe we'll put this out three months or something so you can <laughs> talk about a project you want to do. But is there anything cool you got going on? Yeah. So at the moment, my big target for the next year is to start to set up the company where it can kind of operate without me because I have started a new project with my little sister called Theory of Her, where we are selling organic female refresher sprays. So it's like a vagina spray. And in the sex industry, new space, I'm not allowed to run Facebook ads or Instagram. So like literally the thing that I am strongest at, I have my hands tied behind my back. So it's definitely a a brand new learning curve I'm going on with this project, but it excites me so much. Like I'm so excited. We're about to like custom design 3D print a dildo. And like that is just like, I don't know, it gets me up in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I have so many other things to say. I mean, that you just like, I was like, I felt like we were playing softball and you just like threw the ball to me and I had like this bad. I'm just like, is this going to be a home run? Oh, I think it is. So, you know, it's funny. I had a company and I, 
God, I can't remember them. I mean, I get a lot of leads on my website, but I had a lady that reached out to me about something similar. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, and I, I did a call with her and I just, for me, I was like, I just, not that I don't know enough about the female parts, right? We don't have to go heavy into my, the research I've done there, but I will tell you that it was just, it just was something that was outside of what I was like, I just don't know if I could really help you. Like, you know, I'm not, I mean, I get it, but it's like, I'm not, I've done my research, but I'm married now. So I don't do tons more research. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. I'm pretty retired at this point, <laughs> but it's interesting. I think that's going to be an interesting space for you for sure. I think, you know, I mean, obviously that's, I mean, thing that women deal with. So I think it's, you know, if you can figure out how to do it. And I do know, because I've worked in a lot of niches where you can't do Facebook ads, right? Especially, well, now, now they're not doing anything in regards to weight loss. But when I've done yeah. like fitness and stuff like that, it's real difficult. Any before and after pictures or anything that can potentially offend anybody in the world at any point at any time can't be a Facebook ad, which I always thought was kind of interesting. It's like, we're not really telling everybody that they're fat. We're just saying, look what you can do. And they're like, yeah, but she was one picture when she's fat and one when she's skinny. And I'm like, I never said she was fat in that picture. You said that. I'm like, yeah. why would you judge her like that? You know, not really, but Ooh. obviously Facebook's not going to take the time and, you know, talk to me about that. But yeah, there's, you know, that and the cannabis space. And I think there's some really interesting places where it's like, you got to think outside the box. Yeah. So, you know, you might have a couple domains or something there we could advertise on. <laughs> we might need, we're going to have, I think Mango we're going to have another conversation. Yeah. I might own that by the way. It might be a picture of just my brother <laughs> at the U S getting a little, getting a little glove check. <laughs> don't worry. I'll only hurt for a minute. Sir, don't look back at us, please. Don't look back. Yeah, it's probably better if you look up into it. Yeah. Yeah. You do know my brother. You do know my brother. That's awesome. Well, that's, that's a whole nother story. But so I also saw that like this, I was looking at your Instagram, probably, I mean, I'm not really say stocking, but doing research as, as some other people put it, you did a cryotherapy, right? Did you just do like oh, yeah. something like a little while ago? How was it? I had like, so there's one that opened up like right around the corner from my house and I've driven by there. I've talked to like two people that have done it and they like it. What, what was your, like, how did you, did you like it or what were you thinking? Oh, it's fucking horrible. Like I hate it, but it only lasts two and a half minutes. So it's supposed to be really, I'm a runner, so I, I run most days and it's supposed to be really good for inflammation and aging and all of these benefits like that. And um, it's minus 170 degrees Celsius, like no place on earth would even get that cold, right? So we are totally hacking biology humans. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty yeah, cool, yeah. whether it works or not. I mean, it does hurt with my knees. And, uh, it does help with my knees. So yeah, I, oh, but it, like it, it hurts sucks. Your knees, right? Yeah, it sucks. But it's only two and a half minutes. So totally do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're you're quite the salesperson. You're like, no, it's murder. I mean, I'd rather die or cut my legs off. But I liked it. But I liked it. You should try it. I'm like, that's like when people eat food. They're like, God, this tastes like shit. Here, try some. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? Why would I like? I'm just gonna take your word for it. Like, I'll just put it on my list of things not to eat in the future. Like, we don't need it. I don't have to test it. No, so I really so would love to see a photo of you doing it. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the, yeah, I'll send you some DMs of me in my cryotherapy session. Okay. It's interesting. Okay. Cause I'm a runner as well. So that's really why I, uh, that's the only reason I thought about it is because my knees, you know, I'm, I'm my forties now. So it's that they're not quite as, mm-hmm. as uh, forgiving as they were when I was young and agile and you know, it is what it is. There's so many cool treatments out there and weird and wonderful things and float yeah. sessions and cryotherapy yeah. and all of these things. Yeah. I'm down for all of it to try it all. Yeah. See, that's me too. I'm, I'm a, like, Hey, and this is a funny story. I'm going to tell you this story. So you will appreciate this as somebody that just tries anything. So I, my brother used to live on Haight-Nashbury in San Francisco. And there was um, something happened with my back. So I've had a little bit of back issues in the, just because I used to do boxing and I did 
CrossFit. And anyways, long story short. So I was always been in, I played like footy. Do you know footy? Hmm. Soccer? You ever heard of footy? Soccer. No, footy's like, it's like rugby, but it's like Australian. Oh, so I don't right. know. Okay, it's rugby. Of course you have to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's like rugby. Yeah. So anyway, so I've gotten beat up over the years, right? So, and it's okay. I'm okay with that. And so now I'm like doing Pilates with like 60 year old women, which is, a, it is kind of like, I'm used to fifth and sixth gear and like I'm in first gear and I'm like, all right, put your legs up and you know, tabletop. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But the funny part about this, this thing was I, there was a guy that was like supposed to be like a shaman and my brother was having friends that would come by and he wanted to like, he's like, oh, I can heal your back stuff. Like you're tell your brother to come on in. So this is, once again, hate Nashbury. So let me, you know, San Francisco, no drug use. I'm sure. No, I'm sure nobody was on drugs when we were doing this. And the guy's like, gets behind me. He's like, <laughs> like, does this sound? And I like, kind of jump. Cause I'm like, Oh snap. Cause he's behind me. Right. And he's doing some weird magic stuff. So it was so bad. And cause I, once again, I was like, I'll try anything once. Like, let's just, you know, let's, let's give this guy a chance. Right. And he does this weird, like almost, I thought he was like maybe having a baby or like a gremlin was coming out of his stomach or something. And I can't look at him. And he was doing this weird, and my brother was laughing and my mom was there. My mom was laughing. They all both had to leave the room and I had to continue the session with this guy for like an hour. <laughs> Finally, I was like, I don't know how he yelled that long. Like, it was like a visceral, like a growl from like the inner innards. Wow. And he just, yeah. And so I, you know, someone's going to, I'll try anything once. I don't know if I'm going to do the heavy shaman work from white guys with dreads, but I tried it and I can take it off the list, I guess is what I'm telling you. Well, I guess I know what to get you for Christmas, a colonoscopy. I didn't want to bring it up, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to send you a little wish list and you just go ahead and take, put out whatever you want on there. And I'll just go ahead and buy me a few things and send it on out here to California. Nice. So I'm going to, we got one last question for you. And this is the one that really kind of perplexes people because I'm, I really come hot and heavy on the last question. So if I was to give you a lottery ticket, now we've, that's kind of weird that we're talking about lottery ticket again, and you're the future, so we can figure this out. But if I was going to give you a winning lottery ticket, right, for $10 million, what would you use that money on? Okay. Well, I would lose 30% right away on taxes. Not willingly, but you know, I've got to do my part. Yeah. So I would probably invest a couple million into this new brand theory of her because starting a new brand and a new company can be very resource intensive, especially a product. And then one of the things that I'm really keen to start, I mean, this is something that I'm trying to set funds aside as well in the company is I've been really interested in exploring universal base incomes and the theory of it. And I would love to test something out, especially like young juvies, like people out of prison to see what impact does it have on recidivism, crime rates, society, and all of that stuff when you take away people's basic, like so many people on this planet are still in that, like they don't know how to fucking find food or shelter for their family. And it causes a lot of the crime and a lot of the issues that happens in our society. Mm, So I'm really intrigued by universal base income. And I'd love to test something out like that, like a pilot program, um, especially on like people coming out of jail to see how it impacts society as a whole when you take this basic need to feed yourself and shelter away, no strings attached. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm hoping I win because I would love to, I'd love to chip in for that. I think oh, that's you know, the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It's like the, the basic things that a lot of people don't have. And I think we yeah. just all over the world, we don't realize like how lucky we have it, you know, with things that we do have, you know, here in the U S or wherever you're, yeah. wherever you're located. And it's like, you really have to understand like there's people that don't have the basics, the stuff that we, every morning we go and grab our little $5 coffee and go do my Pilates. And I complain about this, that, and the other. And it's like, you have nothing to complain about at the end of the day. Like life is good, you know? Yeah. Life is good. Look after people. It's the number one rule in life, I think. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You should always treat people. And have lots of orgasms as well. That's also very I mean, important. I was like, hello, I think <laughs> I could be number one, but I, 
I get we right now we were like fighting with number one, number two, like take care of people and well. Well, okay. orgasms well, also help the world. Number. The more women yeah. come, the happier the world will be for sure. I, mean, I didn't want to. Fact. I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah. I. I think this is going to be the spiciest podcast that, I, that I've ever done. I don't know if it's going to get much spicier with everybody else. And the cool part is, is I'm actually going to send out this podcast to everybody before I go and interview them and say, this is kind of the premise of the podcast. We usually talk heavy drugs, <laughs> orgasms, uh, dildos is usually pretty popular. And I just want to see where you're at mentally. So we're just going to have conversations. And if you haven't stripped in the past, it's probably not a good podcast for you. I'm okay. With that, it's time to wrap up this episode. I'm going to bring you another crazy conversation next week. So stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast. One more thing. If you want to take your business to the next level, you can reach out to my team for a quote. We can help you amplify your presence in PR, SEO, social media marketing, influencer marketing, and more. You can reach out and see our services at shanebarker.com.